Good morning everybody, or good afternoon, or good, e good evening mate, depending on the time you're listening to this. Welcome to the first ever Parenting You podcast. Hopefully I actually continue with this journey and not just stop after the first one like I did with the videos. Oh, I'm so great. Anyway, my name is Maria Foy and I am the owner and creator of Happy Mum, Happy Child. Um, this first podcast is just basically an introduction to who I am and a little bit of the background as to how Happy Mum, Happy Child started. So grab a cup of coffee, take a seat, or perhaps put your headphones in, <coughs> excuse me, and then um, do your washing, whatever you want to do, wash the dishes, and let's just get cracking straight into it. So um, I started Happy Mum, Happy Child when Ronan was... 18 months old. No, sorry, he wasn't 18 months old. He was six months old and Chloe was two and a half years old. So I was doing some activities with my kids and I needed to, I was actually putting them on the internet because I felt like showing people that I wasn't just sitting at home doing nothing. So I would publish it to my personal Facebook page and my friends encouraged me to start a Facebook page, like a public Facebook page to, and a website to document these activities. So I did that. And one of my main supporters was uh, Tracy from August Boutique, which is a kid's shop for kids stuff. I think it's all about feeding now anyway. And she asked me early on if I would start doing product reviews, which I did. And so my activities I was running activities on my page, recipes, and then I started doing product reviews, and my audience just started growing. It was just through word of mouth. I didn't boost my posts, if you know what that means. I didn't put a lot of money into behind it because I didn't have a lot of money, and I didn't know what that meant, and I thought if I start putting money into it, it might mean that... Um, <clears throat> Facebook might say, oh, you've put some money in, now we're going to make you pay more money and just make my post harder to see. So a lot of my original um, growth was organic. It was just me at a computer, um, writing what I was doing during my day, sharing the activities through my website, writing recipes, asking you guys questions. Uh, to start with, I initially thought that I would sell products because I knew at some point I was going to have to go back to work and I wanted to try and generate a living from home so that I could still stay with my kids if I needed to. So my goal was to always uh, have some kind of product that I could sell and because my page was called Happy Mum, Happy Child and I was documenting the activities I was doing, I thought that I would build an activity box that people could buy that contained heaps and heaps of activities. Uh, I spent a long time researching and buying products. I spent a lot of money putting the initial kit together. I, I don't really think I talk about that much, but eventually I came to the realization that it was going to cost too much money and I just didn't have it in me for sales to push a product. So slowly I, I moved away from that. But you guys, those of you who you know are long-time supporters, you might remember that I was doing that, that I put together these weekly boxes that I was planning on sending out to people. And I even made a whole bunch of colored rice and colored pasta that I was going to sell. And it didn't, I ended up obviously not doing that. And um, one of the reasons that I didn't do it, like I said, was because I'm not good at sales. And also, I just couldn't figure out how to make it cheap for people because I know that mums don't have a lot of money and or parents in general don't, a lot of us don't have a lot of money and I just couldn't do it 
on a small budget unless I was to buy in bulk and I just didn't know what I was doing so once that dream died a slow death um like I said before Tracy from August Boutique was asking me to do some product reviews and then other I was getting a lot of great feedback from this people were trusting what I had to say because I I only reviewed the products that I agreed with and that I felt my audience would like and before I knew it I had other companies asking me to review products and um, my audience started building through that as well I also started to chat a little bit more frankly about my struggle with depression I got postnatal depression when I had Chloe and I struggled for six months before I got diagnosed and to this date she's six my son is uh, four I still have depression it's not postnatal anymore I've kind of my kids have grown up a bit but I still have depression so I still struggle um, but it was just me chatting to you guys and to my audience about my struggles that brought people in because for me, even listening to other people, I always find reading other people's stories quite fascinating, especially if you hear somebody chat about something and you think, oh, I agree with that, that's neat. So that was kind of my thing. I just chatted about what I knew and people liked that. So <clears throat> I started in July of 2014. Um, by January, which is six months later, I had, I had 2,000 likes on my Facebook page and I always had a goal to start with of getting to 10,000 likes and I said to myself once I hit that 10,000 like mark that's it I I'm not gonna worry anymore 10,000 is enough for me but it turns out I actually have this ridiculously competitive streak in me and um, I was competitive with myself so by March of 2015 so not quite 12 months later I had 5,000 likes on my Facebook page and then one year later, so July 2014, so sorry, July, July 2015, so one year after I started, I got 10,000 likes. And that was my goal. Um, but then once I got to 10,000 likes, I was like, well, if I can do 10,000, I bet I could do 20,000. So that next year, I built 20,000 followers. And then after that, I thought, okay, this is getting a bit ridiculous now. I cannot believe people are genuinely interested in listening to what I have to say. So... I'm just going to keep going and see what I can get and so one year after the 20,000 likes I got to 50,000 likes and by that stage it had been two years so in two years I had 50,000 followers on Facebook after three years I had 150,000 followers and we're coming into the fourth year and I'm already I'm at 230,000 followers and I mean I'm still I wake up every day just absolutely gobsmacked that people want to follow me to hear about what I have to say or what I do and people follow me on Facebook and Snapchat and Instagram and it's crazy and I get recognized I don't I don't talk about this a lot because I don't want to seem like a douchebag but I get recognized quite a bit when I'm out and about and I love it I love having people come up to me and say hi to me and people are very friendly I've never had anybody negatively come up to me but I I always think that what people say behind their computer screens or in front of their computer screens is different to what they'd say in real life so <clears throat> happy mum happy child did not happen overnight and I a lot of people ask me how do I do what you do and I say just do what you love because if you are happy doing what you love it doesn't matter about any of the rest of it and I really really love happy mum happy child for the most part obviously there are some things about this journey that uh, I've Faced that 
I'm not happy about. I don't enjoy the negative comments that I get and I, I most definitely do not enjoy the hate that I receive from time to time. But, and I know a lot of people say, well, that's, you know, that's what you get when you, you get a large audience. But I always feel like that's a bit of a cop-out, you know. People don't have to hate on somebody else. So, yeah, it's um it's been interesting. I've, I've learned a lot about myself. And um, I now, through sponsored posts, so I probably should track back a bit on that one. When I, um, when I hit about 25, thousand followers or maybe even 15,000 followers um businesses with more like more mainstream businesses started picking up on that and this was really when influencers in New Zealand started sort of becoming a little bit more of a thing and I don't like the term influencer but unfortunately it is what I am because I have a large audience and so just naturally by talking about the products that I like I tend to influence people and that's just what it is I I don't like the term but it is what it is so and um I I I was doing all my own managing my own work and and um businesses would approach me and they would pay me to do posts to talk about products and I was very honest and upfront with my audience to start with and I always have been about I'm going to be doing some sponsored content if there's anything you guys don't like please just let me know because I I want to be honest with you guys. There's, I don't want to overwhelm my page with ads, but every now and then I'm going to do sponsored content. And my audience was very received that very well, and I felt like we were all on board together. Like Happy Mum, Happy Child really is a community for me, and I don't want to ruin that community by turning it into one big giant advertisement. That that's not what it is. If I can earn a little bit of money on top of what I do, perfect. That is just an absolute bonus. If I didn't earn any money through happy mum happy child it doesn't it, I don't care that doesn't that's not why I've got happy mum happy child happy mum happy child is there to help me and others feel less alone in this parenting journey so anyway when I started getting all these followers and and people I, I became obvious that money could be made from partnering up with different brands a company approached me um, called Bloggers Club, wanting to help manage my work, and at the time, I was really struggling to keep on top of the amount of requests I was getting, I mean, I would get between 15 to 20 emails every day from people wanting to do work with me, and me to do work for them, and in the end, I, I just got, I was so overwhelmed, and this company approached me saying, hey, we can help you, and so I thought I would actually love that, so I started having my work managed by an agency, and that means that all my work requests go through them, and they organize everything through for me, and I say yay or nay, and believe me when I say, I, I say no a lot. I get asked a lot to do a whole lot of different range of product reviews, and talking about products, and talking about services, and I can tell you, hand to heart, I say no to at least 40, if not 50% of the things. It, I don't, I'm not, like I said, I'm not in it for the money. I'll only talk about products I think or services that I think are beneficial to myself, to my audience, to parents, to kids, you know. I personally have a stand, a stance where I don't want to talk about credit cards. I don't want to talk about people getting into debt. I try not to get into debt. <clears throat> my husband's great with money, but I suck at it. So I don't feel comfortable talking about that. And I get asked all the time to talk about credit cards or finance companies. And I just don't have... <sighs> 
you know, I can't, I, I just, it doesn't sit right with me. So I've been working with Bloggers Club now for at least two years and it's a great partnership that we've got together and they're a great agency for me and I really enjoy having that extra additional help. And you know, that money that I get just helps Happy Mum, Happy Child continue. I mean, obviously I don't need to explain what I spend my money on, but it's not cheap running a website and, you know, um, paying for like subscriptions to Photoshop and Adobe, what is it called? PDF maker and all that sort of thing. I mean, you don't really think about it at the time, but it all adds up. So, so yeah, so Happy Mum, Happy Child started as this way for me to document the activities that I did with my kids and it just has totally blown up into this amazing community of parents where we can kind of chat and agree and disagree and debate and, um, you know. And then I ha am able to do a couple of sponsored posts maybe once or twice a month and it's just it's meant now that I might not have to go back to work and I don't I don't do half I don't do anywhere near as much sponsored content as some people out there and I just feel so totally blessed to have any opportunity and if it was to end tomorrow being having that sponsored content happy mum happy child is still my core little baby and nothing would change you know because it's not about the money it, it is nice to have extra money like that to help push this along and but um it's not the be all and end all um so obviously once the my audience numbers started growing so did the opinion on my page so to start with until at least 10,000 followers my opinion the range of opinion was very small in my mind like we all kind of thought the same thing there might be a couple of people that said, oh, you know, I don't agree with you and I do it differently, which you expect. But when you start growing an audience that's that's just getting bigger and bigger and it's becoming more and more international. So just to give you a little bit of information about the stats, the numbers behind um, my Facebook page, I have 230-odd thousand followers, 97,000 are from New Zealand. So not even half, you know what I mean? Not even half. The rest of them, I think like 70,000 are from Australia that's creeping up, so that's almost 50-50 between Australia and New Zealand, and the rest is international, do you know what I mean? So, and we all know that when you're raised in a different country, you do things differently, so dealing with the difference of opinion became, it didn't become difficult for me, but it became, it became difficult in the sense that I felt like people didn't understand it was okay to have a difference of opinion, and one of my major mantras, mantra, mantra, however you say that, is, is um, knowledge is power. And everyone's going to have a different opinion. Everyone's going to judge everybody. That's what we do. But it's what you do with that judgment. It's what you do with those words. It's how you express yourself that defines you. So I'm all for, you know, I do this but I understand that you might do it differently and that's okay. And that's always been my philosophy. And that's always been something that I try and not educate people on, but enlighten people on is that it's okay that we don't agree. We can still coexist in the same space. You know, I, and I don't want, <laughs> of course I'm going to use this as an example because it was just ridiculous what happened. 
I might not cut my grapes and you might cut your grapes. There's no right or wrong. We just do things differently. And the grape, there was a big, if you don't know, maybe a year ago, there was a bit of a incident online with grapes where I posted a photo of my kids lunchbox and I said oh I haven't cut my kids grapes gasp and then just talked about the lunchbox with a throwaway comment meaning I don't cut my kids grapes it's not the end of the world for me and it it turned into quite like it went viral and it got picked up by news agencies it just was absolutely ridiculous because I had an opinion on something I wasn't blasting anybody, I wasn't doing anything like that, and I got a lot of comments, you know, because of your large audience, you have a responsibility to educate people and do this and that, and I certainly feel I have a responsibility to do certain things, but when it came to cutting grapes, you know, knowledge is power. If I don't cut my grapes, that doesn't mean you can't go and cut them, and it certainly doesn't mean that I think that you're an idiot for cutting them. And that that example is just like the baseline for all examples. It does not matter how you do it. As long as you're doing it and your kids are happy. You know, like, I don't care if you bath your kids every day. I don't care if you bath your kids once a week. Do you know what I mean? You do what is right for you. So it, I've, I've dealt with this differing opinion for a long time now. And sometimes it's hard. It, it It's hard because... Sometimes people, especially women, can be very cruel. And they, and not not just women, but men too. <clears throat> Everybody can be very close-minded and not realise that. Just because I don't do it your way doesn't mean I'm wrong. It doesn't mean you're wrong. It just means that we're, we're doing our own thing. We're on our own journey. And... All I'm doing is sharing one aspect of my life. And I love it that people look at it and they say, hey, I don't do it like that. I do it like this, but it's fascinating to know you do it like that. That's that's the ultimate goal is, is this like looking, voyeuristic look into someone's life and going, oh, that's interesting. She does it like that. There's no way I do it like that. And I, I value everybody's opinions. A lot of people say I don't. <laughs> I don't even know, not a lot of people, just a handful. They're like, ah, you don't like my opinion, so you delete my post. It's like, no, it's, I appreciate your opinion. I just don't like the fact that you told me I was disgusting, you know. We can get our opinions out without being nasty people. So, you know, Happy Mum, Happy Child's definitely been a, um, definitely been a big learning curve in terms of dealing with people, and I've been... I've made mistakes online. I'm not perfect. I, <laughs> when you get a bigger audience, you don't realize that suddenly you can't talk about things until you've talked about something and you go, whoops, I'm, I shouldn't, I, like, I probably can't talk about that anymore because it upsets a whole lot of people that I didn't upset before. You know, I, I posted a joke. I posted a joke when I was, when Happy My Peppy Child was six months old. I reposted it two years later and I just copped a lot of flack for it. And that's just a prime example of as my audience grows, so does the opinion, and you can't say the same things. And I, that's so weird to me because I'm kind of having to censor myself because of a fear of people not understanding and, you know. So it's been an interesting journey for me, to say the least. 
I've learned a lot about myself, like I said before. I've learned a lot about my audience. Um, I can see women in particular waiting for me to post and waiting for me to do something wrong and then jumping on me. It's it's really horrible and it, I've cried a lot about some of the horrible things that people have said about me, which I know aren't true and my friends often say, you know, you can't control what people say or think, Maria, you know it's not true. But it's really hard. I I talked I talk about this sometimes and I say like I'm actually probably not meant to be on social media. <laughs> my personality is a people pleaser. I would never intentionally mean to hurt somebody or do anything negative to, to hurt anybody at all. And the fact that people get hurt by my words and or they take offence to something that there's no offence to be taken by, do you know what I mean? Or they pick on, they just pick up on something and just keep it going for no reason. Really, really, really hurts me sometimes because I, again, I would never mean to hurt anybody. And so being with 230 odd thousand followers on Facebook, having, being a sensitive soul and not wanting to upset anybody, it can be quite hard seeing that I've upset people and hear people saying negative things about me because all I want to do is scream, it's not true, it's not true. But then I know that so many people would just be like, ah, she's just saying it. She is totally lying. And so now, now when there's any drama that happens, I actively cannot have any say in anything because I just get labeled a bully, even though that's not true. Um, you know, having an opinion about something is not being a bully. Um, taking a stand about something is not being a bully. I think it's really important that we educate ourselves and our children on the term bullying. Bullying is incessant, repetitive, coming and, have, and talking about someone negatively and spreading rumors about someone and taking actions repeatedly. You know, we need to look up bullying and make sure we remember that it's not one thing. That's not being a bully. I can tell you without a fact that some women who have large social media accounts have bullied me repeatedly, unnecessarily. And it is so disheartening, you know. It just because I've put my head above the sand and have a large audience doesn't, and you don't agree with my way I do things, does not mean you have to come after me. Do you know what I mean? I don't care enough about what other people are doing to go after them. And that's been a hard lesson for me to learn, and I've just realised it this year, is that um, these people that have an issue with me, it's their problem and it's not mine, because I don't do anything wrong in my opinion. Yeah, I've made mistakes on the internet. Shit, yeah. God, I look back at some of the things I do and I cringe and I think, oh, you're an idiot. You know, why don't you just keep your mouth shut? And a lot of the stuff comes from me wanting to just stand up for myself. But I, I realize I can't do that anymore. So these people that actively seek me out and speak negatively about me, it's just on them. It's nothing to do with me. I don't go out of my way. I don't focus on other people. And I really think that, you know, if those people are listening to me right now, don't waste your energy on me. I'm not worth it. Go and take your negative energy and turn it into something absolutely positive. Go and focus on the people that you love. Having anything negative in your life just is not worth it. And in the last six months, I have realized this, and I have just had a an epiphany about things, and I've just it's made my life so much easier coming to that realization and I've just backed away from anything negative and you probably have noticed that 
I haven't really had much drama happen because I just, I just don't want to be a part of it. I don't want to be a part of any of that. So I probably spent more time explaining drama stuff than I have explaining happy mum, happy child. But to be honest, in the last year, there's been a lot of things that have happened through social media that have taught me a lot about myself more than in the last four years. And if I can impart that on anybody, it's that, you know, I'm doing my own thing in my own lane and everybody else should do their own thing. And if we happen to cross paths and you like it, great. If you don't like it, that's also fine. But, you know, you don't have to say anything. And if you do say something, it doesn't have to be cruel. So, yep. Blah, blah. Drama, drama. It's fine. I'm still, I still get upset when I see things written about me and, and I really don't understand why people hold on to stuff, especially about me, guys. I am literally a nobody. I'm just a mum sharing what I do on the internet. A lot of the, a lot of my struggles come from two things. The haters are one, the people that actively cannot control themselves with their opinions in a nasty way, and um, self-doubt. I doubt myself a lot. I doubt that people like me. I doubt that people like following my journey, and sometimes it, yeah. So, but whatever happens, happy mum, happy child will be around forever. I will always be talking about my experiences, and yes, my kids are getting older, but they're actually bringing new challenges in. I will never forget how hard I had it as a new parent, never, ever. Some people say, oh, you forget. I will never forget, ever. I struggled so much that I wanted to kill myself so much. I will never forget it. So I will always be going back and chatting about all those difficult things about being a parent, learning that I was pregnant. And that's kind of what I want to touch on here in the parenting view. I want to have conversations with you guys, conversations with mums and dads and grandparents and specialists in industries about all things parenting and really get this conversation going. Like I said before, knowledge is power. We all do things differently and I think it's always fascinating to hear because it's like, oh, I don't do it that way, but maybe I could try something different. And I think that's that's where we can learn and that's what I want to do with this podcast is I want to start conversations in one way or another so that we can all just feel okay about our decisions to become a parent and the decisions that we make every day because I know that it's not easy. And I want you to know from the bottom of my heart that whatever you're doing is perfectly fine. You are not an inadequate parent. You are actually doing an amazing job. But with the internet, it's very hard because we tend to compare ourselves with, with other people. So anyway, I'm going to end this podcast right now. And I thank you very, very much for listening to me. Um, my name is Maria Foy. I run Happy Mum, Happy Child. Uh, if you want to, you can follow me. I don't know. The next podcast will probably be with the Lisa's chatting about parenting things. So be sure to tune in. I'd love you to subscribe to my podcast as well and share it. And yeah, if you've got any questions, you can email me, maria at happymumhappychild.com. Great. Enjoy your day. Thank you so much for listening.